Giving you the real from A to Z surrounding the Dallas Cowboys. News, updates, rumors, transactions, takes, and more. So strap up, Cowboys Nation, and start your day off with A to Z Sports. Live with Will Steele. Three, two, one. Good morning, good people. Is it a good morning? Welcome to A to Z Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker. Still, I st- you know, <laughs> I don't even know what to say at this point. I thought about long and hard how to open this show today. Am I going to lie to you? I, I couldn't come to a conclusion. I couldn't come to a conclusion because it's like deja vu. And we'll get to that part. But it's like deja vu, you know. Two days ago, you get the, 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 the uh, Randy Gregory situation. A day or two later, you know, you get this situation. But um, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the Demarcus Lawrence injury and uh, how we move forward, how we can move forward. And uh, we'll get into, eventually, the Chargers defense versus the Cowboys offense. There's some light at the end of the tunnel for week two. But I'm more so concerned long-term uh, with one number 90. And we'll get to that. Like I said, I promise y'all we'll get to that. If you didn't catch me in the in the beginning of this, I am Will Skywalker Steel. You can find me on Twitter at Skywalker Steel or A to Z Sports on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, as well as here, A to Z Sports Live the Dallas YouTube channel. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys doing? I, I know yesterday was was a bit of a, a, a big wild, a wild ride in Cowboys news, and we'll get to that in the roundup, and obviously after that in the roundup. But uh, initially, how are you guys feeling? I'm getting here in the, in the chat. I'm already seeing, Jesus. I mean, do you have to, like, do you have to wake up and troll every day, Eastside? Like, what is it, brother? Are you okay? My gosh, dude comes in here every day with it. But shout out to David C. My guy, Shawnee, I see you, bro. Mark Smith, Shane, Kenny Stanley, uh, CJ, Brian Bradford, Mom Dukes in the building. Adrian, Mike Harris, Felipe from France. I always got to say it, man. He says, have a sunny hello from France. It must be nice over there because over here, my brother. That's how it feels. <laughs> this week has just been uh, oof. uh tomorrow. How are you doing tomorrow? Special K, my guy, right in the building. Jacob, Brian, Adam, Stanley, uh, many, many more here. David Moore, <laughs> Adam was the first one up in here, Matt. And shout out to everybody that will be joining us later on in the show. And of course, hashtag running back gang, as well as the podcast platform on the audio. Uh, side of things if you missed the live and shout out to my pops in the building 717 repping I, I appreciate you rick i see you all the way from alice texas by the way i gotta bring back location of the nation we used to do that on the hype i want to bring that back on here to see where you guys are from uh so shout out to you guys joining me this morning on this uh 
I mean, I think it's beautiful outside in Dallas, but I think the cloud, that dark cloud just seems to be following the Cowboys as we start this season. And I'm not just saying that to be doom and gloom. I'm saying that because who else starts the season like this? Six starters have missed or will miss extensive time to begin this. Six. And not just like, oh, Connor Williams, Tyler Biotish. No. Neville Gallimore, out. Zach Martin, COVID, out. Lyle Collins, suspended five games. Randy Gregory, out. COVID, Michael Gallup, three to five weeks. Tank Lawrence, out. I repeat, six of the five starters, I'm sorry, six starters are missing in action the first few weeks. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything is fine, ladies and gentlemen. Be all right. I'm not going to lie. I need y'all to talk me through this because this is just, this sucks. I mean, it sucks. Let's just be real. I, I mean, you could be the most positive person in the world. This sucks. Period. And it is okay to admit that. I understand there is a, it's fine gang out there. And listen, we need y'all right now. We need y'all because, you know, I'm not, I don't like to go one way or the other. I don't think sky's falling either. I don't because I think this week two is still winnable. And we'll talk about that later. And the schedule is not, it's not gruesome. You know, these teams aren't, aren't some juggernaut squads you're going up against, but my gosh, I mean, what? when does this stop? You know what? I mean, and I said this to my guy, Shawnee, and I, I don't mean, I'm not, I'm not cursed guy or anything like that, but I, Jerry, just put Jimmy in, just put Jimmy in the ring of honor week three and let's see what happens. Cause I'm starting to think cause Jimmy Johnson in that ring of honor, something, something ain't right, brother. Something ain't right. But all right, I got the concern part of things out the way. If you guys want to call into the show, you can three, five, one, nine, 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 three, seven, eight, seven. I, you know, I didn't mean to be doom and gloomy here on this beautiful Thursday uh, morning, thirsty Thursday, one day before feel good Friday. Hopefully, you know, hopefully we get into Friday and we don't have another major breaking news type of situation. Uh, we already got the phone lines popping. I will get to you guys after the roundup once we get into the first block of the show. But, um, yeah. That's 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 how we're we're trying to end this week here, Dallas. Just give me one day of positive news so we can move forward. But anyway, let me get off of my soapbox with this situation and move forward with the roundup. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Make no mistake about it. The loss is significant. Anyway, it's the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. Whether it be for weight loss, strength, to be toned up, sports, or stress relief, our friends over at Texas Family Fitness have everything you need from state-of-the-art equipment, group classes, and experienced professional certified trainers. 
I'm not a trainer guy. I, you know, I don't like people yelling and screaming or pushing me. I, I, I know what I want to get done in there, and I go do it. But some people don't know what to do, and, and you know, you need those experienced professional trainers to help you out. And, hey, if you got kids, they have a kids club. A lot of people don't have babysitters and things like that, and they can't get to the gym. That's all right. Texas Family Fitness allows you to put your kid in a kids club while you're working, and they have a screen. I was on a treadmill the other day that has the camera in the kids' room so you can see your kid. It's pretty cool. So if you're looking forward or if you're looking to begin your fitness journey, do me a favor and head over to Texas Family Fitness, one of the any nine locations in DFW area, or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. So, yeah, I mean, I would be burying the lead if I didn't start off with the broken foot for Demarcus Lawrence. He is out until November, and here is the, the details of the situation. He broke his fifth metatarsal, and he's going to require surgery. He's probably going to get that today. Um, huge loss, but not season-ending. Praying and rap report, he'll be back in November. So, you want to just hold down the fort until Demarcus Lawrence gets back, right? It's... It's not the end of the world, but it is a, I can't, I don't think it's it's fair to sit here and act like, oh, no big deal. It is absolute. it's, it's your best defensive player. I mean, you don't lose your best defensive player and, and everything is fine. There's going to be some growing pains getting used to not having him on the field for six or for at least, hell, two months, whatever it's going to be. Eight games, not sure, but you'll get him back. So that's good. And we'll get into the details after the roundup. Um, also, more not good news. Donovan Wilson did not participate in practice. His groin flared back up. And David C., no defense and by committee. I don't want that. We'll talk about it. But Donovan Wilson, man, I had a feeling when he left practice, was this about three or four weeks ago, for a groin close to the season, might be like three weeks ago, I don't feel too good about that groin being ready to, to, you know, go for 17 weeks. And it popped right back up after week one. And I think it's just going to be something that he's going to have to deal with. So, fortunately, there's more depth this year at safety than I think in years past. So, uh, Malik Hooker is supposed to get some time this week. And I I got a feeling Donovan is going to have to sit the shelf for a little bit so this thing can kind of get get healed. Uh, But, hey. I like how J. Ron Curse played. I like how uh, KZ played. Malik Hooker has talent. I I do like the safety rotation this year. And I thought the safeties, a lot of safeties were pretty decent. I thought the safeties were pretty. I didn't come away from that Bucks game upset with the safety play. I thought they played pretty good. I'm with you, Prime Time. He says groin injuries just don't go away. I think it'll keep popping back up. And to go kind of jump back to the beginning of things with Demarcus Lawrence. A lot of what I'm seeing on Twitter sphere and what pops in Cowboys fans' head right away is, do you put uh, Micah Parsons on the edge? I'm, I'm in the middle with it. I don't think you actually do it full time. But I think you're going to ask him to do more of it, which may require more snaps from LVE or Jalen, preferably for me, be LVE. But it just may be something you have to do because Micah Parsons is not only good at it, he has experience doing it. He, that's what he was. He was a defensive end, uh, one of the best ones coming out of college. He moved to linebacker at Penn State and still rushed the passer a ton. So you may, you know, 
you may need to require Parsons to come off the edge some more. But definitely not full-time. Just in a part-time role, which probably what he was going to do anyway this season. They blitzed him some. He had 13 pass rushes against the Bucks. That may increase to 18 pass rushes, you know, depending how how often the Chargers run, uh, throw the ball. So you do need to utilize his skill set in that pass rush capacity. It, you were going to anyway, but now with D-Law out, you're probably going to ask him to do a little bit more of it. Morning Roundup, presented by Texas Family Fitness. Let's get into the chat, see what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Adrian is, is not with more Jalen Smith. Um, Eastside, yo, bro, what is... I'm just going to ignore you, man, because you're not doing anything here but just being a, a weirdo. Uh, Fresh Fade says, Dorrance, Anai, Ghostin, let these guys play. I mean, do you have a choice? You don't have a choice. So that's going to happen. It'd be, it's one thing about, yeah, let them play. It's another thing to be like, yo, I'm totally confident in these dudes to replace Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. Which side of fence do you want to live on? Reality <laughs> on the other side. I'm living in reality. You got to show me. I, there is this whole mantra going into week one of other teams got to show them, you know, that they are this team and that team when Dallas's defense hadn't showed us a damn thing. No, Dallas's defense has to show me. Anai, all those. You got to show me because Demarcus Lawrence, without a doubt, is a massive devastating blow he's your best defensive player and yes he didn't get a crap ton of sacks or what have you in week one or last year but without a doubt he's your best overall player overall and in week one he was your best overall defender especially in in the run game nobody got the tom brady because tom listen the best way to get the time is up the middle. Our defensive ends didn't get it done. Our DEs were screaming off the edge, but it's, it doesn't matter, right, if you don't get pressure up the middle. Uh, when I went back and watched the game, we did run a little bit more games up front, some stunts. It just, they weren't smooth at all. <laughs> but um, no pressure up the middle on time, you're not going to get to Tom Brady. Nonetheless, he had five tackles, five hurries, and two stops in that game. And as you talked about, fate Fresh, these guys are going to have to step up. These guys are going to have to step up. But it's thin. It's vet, especially for week two. Moving forward, you get Randy Gregory back, so you, you feel a little bit better about that. Dorrance Armstrong, contract year. Hopefully he, he balls his ass off. Bradley Knight, no one knows. We're still, we're still hoping there. Terrell Basham, I think he played good team defense, but now we're going to need Terrell Basham to turn it up. I laughed about this on on game day with Jesse. A lot of us live in the hope creed. We hope. That's what we're going to have to live with right now. We hope these guys can get it done because we don't have any evidence that they can get it done full time yet. So we're living in the hope creed. That's all we got right now. I mean, it is what it is. Or as my guy would say, it is what it is. (laughs) Jacob. Jacob, I, I appreciate the the positivity, but don't sleep on Kamara. Dude, Kamara's not ready to see the field against these boys. Kamara's not ready for that. Potential, yes, probably why he's on the team. But Kamara's not ready to see the field, man. All right, we'll jump into the phone lines early, man. 905, what it is, what it do? 
How's it going, Sky? Uh, for me personally, going well, but for the Cowboys, <laughs> this, this is this is rough. It's a rough start. Period. Yeah, usually I am like the power of positivity. Usually try and uh, will our way through it. Mm-hmm. But this one yesterday really hurt, and you mentioned it pretty much. Yeah. He is our best player, and when you're when you have a defense that you're hoping is going to take a step up and young guys are going to progress, he is the one constant we knew we had, right? So oh, man, that's a per- that's a perfect killer. way to put it, right? Like you can have that hope with the other guys as long as they're opposite of Demarcus Lawrence. You're counting on them to be the yeah. guys now. That's that's totally different. Yeah. So we got to see how Basham and Armstrong are going to do against the run. But I wonder if they struggle if you move Urban out there just for early downs, just to make sure you're because first things first, we still need to stop the run and probably play like a bend and don't break. That's what it seems like it's going to go like this year. Uh, not a bad idea. I did see someone on Twitter say possibly move uh, Osa out the defense end. And someone also said, hey, is there a possibility the Cowboys run more 3-4? You know, now with guys like Osa, Golston should be back. Um, Urban, these guys are long lengthy three, four type of guy. So that's a possibility, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You still have to defend against the run. And I, I came in, I don't want to say a little arrogant, but I came in confidence in this week too. Like, Oh yeah, I, we're fine against the run. You got urban, you got Bohanna, Osa, um, even Bastion played good against the run D law, the linebackers. I felt good losing your best run defender. Just realistically, it hurts. So we'll see how, how much it hurts uh, on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. And I know you're a big Randy Gregory fan. Now we need this even more. Like, he needs to take this step now, unfortunately. And then hopefully uh, – and the other thing working for Armstrong is he has contract here. Hopefully he realizes the opportunity he has because he can make himself some money that benefits the Cowboys in the end. Yeah. So he has a really big opportunity to show some people he can play. Yeah, we're, we're, we're asking these guys to play out their minds. It is what it is. It, it may not be fair, but that's just where we're at with it due to the circumstances. Got to play out your mind, Dorrance. You got to play out your mind, and I, Terrell, uh, Terrell Basham, you got to. Yeah, and the other thing, I was uh, not sure, sure exactly how feasible it is, but they got to right the wrong and go get back Rondell Carter. I'm sure it's just because he wants to be <laughs> on the active roster. I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think that that bridge may be burned. It's from from what I'm hearing now. Now maybe he looks at it, and says, "Oh, hey, maybe I can I can start now, so I'll come back." But it sounds like he's a little just annoyed with the Cowboys. Yeah, and I could get that part. That's why I was totally agreed with him to go to a practice squad because for me, he was saying, you guys know what I am. When you want me, come get me for the active roster. He had a chance to go to Arizona. Uh, if you're thinking about – if he's the young guy thinking about his game, why not go see what J.J. Watt practices like, Chandler Jones practices like. It's only going to help him, right? So, I don't know. I'm not ruling out. I hope they just go get him, bring him to the active roster, and hopefully keep him from there. Yeah, we're go- we're going to get into some options here uh, after I get off the- off this this phone call. We'll get into some options. There's there's two ways to go yeah. about it. Yeah, the other thing I was going to say, uh, I just want to say, also the offense can help out. Hopefully, wow. don't. Uh, I know Tampa had a strong run game, uh, run D, so we kind of went that way with the game plan. But it doesn't mean we have to stop playing like that. No, so, you know, ball control in 2016. You're keeping the defense off the field as much as possible. And also, you uh, you're talking to the wrong guy about that ball control crap. I I don't subscribe to it. I don't subscribe to it. No, you, no. Go ahead. I'm just going back to like 2016. It is what it is. It just limits how many 
how many times you're asking your defense to make it. And no stupid turnovers. We can't handle that anymore. Like, there can't be no bad fumbles, no bad interceptions. I'm a week-to-week we guy. Clean on offense. I'm a week-to-week guy. Last week wasn't the week to, to, to play, run the ball 35 times for two yards in a cloud of dust just because. They caught 28 run plays. It gave Dak the option to check out of him, and he did. And he did the right thing. The numbers don't work against don't, the number one run D. You know what I mean? Yeah, sorry. I don't think I'm explaining myself correctly. I want them to keep that short passing game plan. Like, keep the short passing. Uh, don't have to, like, go for the big plays. You know, just, kill, like, kill the clock. It doesn't have to be the runs. Just those style of plays. Almost full West Coast. And that's also going to help your whoever you're putting at right tackle. You're getting the ball out quick. The same thing why we said Tom Brady was so hard to sack, right? Try and mimic that. Be a quicker offense, quicker passing. Yeah, you got to be Tom you Brady. You got Amari Cooper. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, I, I hear what you're saying. I, I, just, I know I get what, the gist of what you're saying. You, you want to do it in a different way. You want to be the ball control like, like essentially in week one, where it wasn't because of the run. It was the efficiency in the passing game. And that's why people were getting – when everyone was talking about the run game last week, I, I kept saying, well, what they did, they executed what you essentially want the run game to do. They had time of possession by 10 minutes. So uh, yeah, be efficient and, 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 and convert third downs. That's what they got to do. But we'll get into yeah. – th- this is going to be a completely different week, like, like completely different. Trust me, you'll be able to run a rock, and we'll talk about that later. Yeah, exactly. And I think uh, try and get early lead. Try and bank on those early possessions. Uh, 2016, a huge thing was like opening drive, receive it, go down the field. It was like seven right away pressures on the other team. Can't get behind. Oh it's, it's the, I mean, yeah. it, it felt like deja vu. It, right? This is deja vu. We talk about this every year since 2016. Cowboys can't get behind. What yeah, they do we didn't in week one? One time in that game. Got behind. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, man. Appreciate the call, brother. All, All right. right. Well enough. Thanks. Take it easy, Scott. You too, man. Uh, I'll get to y'all in a second, man. But here's the first block of the show. Got to get into it. Should the Cowboys sign a free agent defense end? No free agent out there is going to save the day. But I'm going to say yes. Yes or no? Y'all let me know in the chat. I'm going to say yes because the depth is super thin right now. One more injury, and you're it's, it's kind of catastrophic at that point. So, obviously, signing a guy right now really is not going to matter for week two, but I'm just thinking long-term. I'm thinking long-term should they sign somebody. And there's a couple guys out there that uh, the Cowboys can look at. These are some these are some names, some of the more notable notable names. Not necessarily the best options, but some of the notable names. Uh, Olivier Vernon comes to mind, number one. That's like the number one guy. Problem is, Olivier Vernon, and I completely forgot about this, he tore his Achilles in January of, of this year. So his his recovery may not be done. It may not be done. Uh, you got Adrian Claiborne, who the Cowboys should be very familiar with. He had a career day, almost a, a record-breaking day against Chaz Green in 2017 uh, with six sacks. Jeez. And uh, last year, he also played with the Browns, had three and a half sacks, seven quarterback hits, and three tackles for loss. Of, and then Vic Beasley, who only reason why Vic Beasley name really pops up is because he has a familiarity with um, Dan Quinn. Really wasn't good at all last year between two teams. I think got cut or traded or what have you. He just wasn't good. But he has that, that relationship with Quinn. I wonder if that pops up. But to be honest with you, Claiborne may be the most reasonable signing 
if you go out and go and go into free agency. Fresh said, "Come on, Scott. Come on, Scott. What? Yeah, for that's what I'm talking about for depth. No, no guy out here in free agency is going to <laughs> come in here and replace Demarcus Lawrence. My 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 opinion on this is that they don't have depth. You you lost you lost Randy Gregory to COVID this week. You lost." Uh, Demarcus Lawrence for half of the dang year, if not more, you need to bring in guys that can come in here and play. I don't know if these are the guys. I'm just throwing these guys out there, but there has to be somebody that you can bring in here. Primetime says, yes, depth reasons. Yes, we have nothing. Adrian, yes, we need depth. No, says Zola's. Um, I thought I saw some more no's. Yes, says Steve Mack. Yes, it can't hurt. Why not both of them? Hell, yeah, why not? Eastside trolling. Another guy who I didn't put on here was uh, Alden Smith. I didn't put him on here because I really don't know where he's at mentally. He, he wasn't well when he left the Cowboys, got in trouble with New Orleans. Not the Saints, but literally in New Orleans. And then uh, went to Seattle and got kicked off the team, so... I don't know if he's necessarily a guy you want to bring in. So phone lines are blowing up. We're, we're going to go ahead and get through these phone lines before we get to the second block because this is obviously a very uh, important topic. B-Bird, what's up, man? Hey, what's happening, Scott? How are you doing, sir, man? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm good. Um, we do have a lot of injuries, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll go down. Um, and I, I don't feel as bad about them as you do. I don't think it's a good thing, but, you know, we take Gallup. Um, Wilson – replacing him. Wilson's not Gallup, but we're talking about a number three wide receiver, a number three option, to be honest with you. So I think Wilson will fill in now, so I'm not really worried about the wide receivers. Um, I'll go to the defensive ends, and, and I'll tell you this. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm just not a big fan of our defensive ends. And the thing is, is that uh, one of them just shows a lot of potential, uh, which is Greg, Gregory. We've had our discussions about that. Um, when is he going to arrive? And the other one, uh, Lawrence, um, you know, he's a good run stopper and this, that, and the other. But I've never seen a defensive end get $20 million for stopping the run. He, I mean, he, so didn't, the, he didn't the, get $20 million for stopping the run. But let's let's not go too far left with that. Is he or is he not the Cowboys' best defense player? Um, I would say, yeah, I'm, um, I'm I just, sorry. The rookie linebacker, I think, is coming up there. Yeah, but that's not saying I, a lot, though, I right? Think, I, I mean, I mean, I'm. You go last year to the worst defense ever, and then you say, is he the best of that? Then you say, yeah, because the defense sucks, right? You, you get what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. but so, so if the defense still sucks to most people and you lose your best guy on the sucking defense, I, I can't just brush that off. I don't believe the defense sucks this year, to be honest with you. I think uh, X amount no, of No, I'm saying last play. year. I'm not saying this year. Yeah. Okay, so so we'll say this. What, what do you rate him on a defensive scale? Because my scale and your scale may be different. Like a well, defensive end for one to ten. What, uh, def- uh, Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence is one of the most complete defensive ends in the entire NFL. I mean, if he's okay, so so I don't. Uh, yeah, we we we're gonna differ on that because the thing is, is that he can't get to the quarterback. And the thing is, is last game and what I put in the chat a couple of times is we're we're not we're not going to miss the sacks. We're not going to miss a sack nor the QB hits we got last week. And I know it's Tom Brady. But what I'm trying to say is this, is that you bring an Anai in there. Uh, Anai is not Lawrence in totality. But you just never know what we get. My thing is, how far, in my opinion, how far is the backup away from the starter? 
as far as production is concerned. And my production is, I'm sorry, at the end of the day, you can have a great blocking wide receiver, but that's not your first job. Your first job is to catch the ball. And so my thing is, your first job is to get to the quarterback. Either put pressure on them, QB hits, we have to affect the quarterback in some kind of way, and we're just not doing that from the defensive end position. That's part of the thing. Last game, yeah, we could talk about Brown, but we wouldn't get much pressure on Brady at all. And so I think that, you know, Brown was a scapegoat, but then we got to look all around the passing game and just see how we did as far as getting pressure on the quarterback. You you do realize Demarcus Lawrence got the most pressure on the quarterback, though, right? Like, that he did literally what you said that we didn't do. Demarcus Lawrence got pressure on the quarterback. The defensive tackles did not. I mean, we talked about this before, I think, in the offseason. In the chat, we've talked about this. You can you can have whoever the hell you want on the outside. If the quarterback is allowed to step up, especially a quarterback of Tom Brady's ilk, who all he needs is an extra split second because he knows where he's going with the rock. If the quarterback can step up unimpeded, you're, you're asking your defensive ends – no, matter of fact, you're putting your defensive ends in a worse situation. If 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 Demarcus Lawrence got the most pressures, five of them, by the way, but Tom Brady just literally slides up with nobody in his face, who are you more upset with, Demarcus Lawrence or the defensive tackles? And that's not the defensive tackles, and I'm gonna tell you why. Or, Again, okay, so let, let me just say this. No, I want I want to clarify this. Right, mm. it's not it's not um, a B's fault that he's getting burnt right it's the person that put him in that position oh oh well, okay so be burnt, not, that's a whole i'm with you there I but, mean, I'm, but, I'm, but i'm saying this but, but but here's the deal what i'm trying to say is i, I would tell anybody this hey scott if they come out and say hey i'm gonna give you two million dollars play corner are you gonna are you and start are you gonna decline it no you're gonna go out there mm-hmm. so all all brown can do is go out there he can't help if he's sorry i'm sorry that's just what it is they should have put him out there but if no, you put I'll, the 20 million dollars you. in your defensive end I, I that you your, I, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. Like like a lot of a lot of the defensive issues and really team in general start at the top. We 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 will always agree on on that situation. But yeah. I'm just talking about on the field. And okay, and, so on, and the, on the yeah on the field yeah yeah on the, on the field. But the thing is that you're putting but you put see this is what I'm saying. You've given Demarcus Lawrence the bulk of your money, right? And so we're saying that you are a difference maker over here. So we're not putting the money at the defensive tackles. We're putting, you know, undrafted guys, low uh, free agents or whatever there. And then we, now we got Gregory on the outside. So we're putting our importance on the outside. So we're saying you can overcome some of these things on the inside. We're hoping that you but can. Brother, but the numbers that he's put, yeah. The Cowboys have shown over the last, what, half decade to decade that they, if you don't create interior pressure, that is an issue for this defense. So it goes back to what you said, though. It, it, you don't you don't blame A B, but you blame D Law. I don't get that one. Like if 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 the Cowboys, if you don't blame A V for for, for putting A B out there, you blame the staff. Then you need to blame the staff for not prioritizing interior defensive line help, like real interior. You no, know, I do. Line. You know, I do. I I, I I really do. But I'm saying so. Well. And I don't want to sound. I, I, hear what you're I, I really don't want to feel sound like a stand, right? For D Law, it's just that I appreciate everything D Law brings to the game, and I understand that not one man can even Joey Bosa, fam. Like, and then we'll get to that. I can't wait to talk about it, but, but this is a very important topic. But even Joey Bosa, amazing player, amazing player, Joey Bosa, really didn't have any goddamn going helping. It almost cost them. 
it, it almost cost them. And we'll talk about it later in the show. But so it doesn't matter how great you are, right? If you're the only guy. And 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 that's just how it's it's been. Like there's just been no guy to really help up front. I'm, it's 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 frustrating. Hey, Scott, right? I have one com- I have one comment and then we'll we'll probably talk about this next week. I have confidence that the defensive ends coming in will show promise. We'll we'll try to mirror some of the things that they've done yeah. that they did last week. And so hopefully we'll come out. I just don't think it's going to be a big fall off with the production. And and if, if I'm wrong, all right, I'll, I'll probably give you a call next week. But I got to go, brother. I'm going to continue to listen to the show, okay? Appreciate you, bro. Peace. All right, bro. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally I like, I like totally get the Demarcus Lawrence not getting to the to – the, like, I, I agree. Like, that's frustrating. But I, I can't just speak on the one side and I say, well, context – matters if you're new to the channel my very first mantra and i will continue to to say this context does matter it it does at at some point it has to and contextually speaking demarcus lawrence does a lot of good things it is frustrating you paid him and he's not getting the sacks but this isn't a jalen smith situation where i talked about it with matt i'm not I pay Jalen Smith to be one of the top linebackers in the league. Jalen Smith isn't even an he's he's at best and even admitted an average linebacker. That's absolutely a no no. You are. I don't think you are. I don't think you're really being honest with yourself if you say that D Law is an average player. He's not an average. But Demarcus Lawrence is one of the best defensive ends in the National Football League. He may not be one of the best pass rushers, and it's fair in, in regards to finishing. And it's fair to criticize him for that. But Demarcus Lawrence, without a doubt, is a difference-making defensive end. It, that that's that's just real, you know. When he's on, when he's healthy. I mean, let me say that. Let me let me preface that because when he wasn't healthy at the beginning of last year, he was looking like, "What's going on, D. Law?" But when healthy, Demarcus Lawrence is a difference-making. Man. Now, 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 that's interesting. Prime time. He says he's not a game changer, changer, but he does impact the game. That's it. Sounds like what do you mean, an oxymoron? But I kind of can get with that. Like, he may not be a game changer in a sense of uh, who's a Aaron Donald. TJ Watt can be a game changer uh, uh, in that sense, but he is a an impact player. He is a difference maker. He may not make the, the, the almighty grand splash plays three, four times a game that y'all like, but he makes these other plays that you pop on the film Hey man, Demarcus Lawrence, that was a, that was an important uh series. But nonetheless, let's move forward here and then we'll get to some more. Reek, what's up, man? Hello? Yes, sir. What's going on, brother? Hey, what's up, Scott? How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. Yeah, I just wanted to start by saying this, man. People need to quit tripping on Demarcus Lawrence and how much money he getting paid. Quit pocket watching for him. We got a good defensive end, you know what I mean? And he was doing good things uh, in that last game. Yeah, somebody you know in, I mean? tomorrow, tomorrow I, absolutely. She said, did he not make a turnover last week? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like stopping we, the run. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, like yes, active. he didn't get to the quarterback, but he forced the turnover. He had he, he was, yeah, he, was in, he was an impact player. Like. I, I just don't. I don't. Was, I, don't I don't know, man. When they want blood from him because they gave him some money, get out of here. My my whole thing is like this, man. 
yo, everybody talking about these players, a lot of these players that is, is falling down. Man, it's a long season. It's a longer season. I'd rather, you know, I, I hate for them to get hurt, but it's a part of football, bro. I'd rather see this happen early in the game than later in the game. That's... My whole concern is this. And, and you know what I mean? My whole concern is this. Come back if we on a run and we getting hot. The whole the whole mission to me for this Cowboy team is for them to keep Dak Prescott up, upright the whole season. Yeah, because without him getting hurt, as long as you got four, you got a chance. Uh, you're going to have to weather. Got a chance. You're going to have to weather the storm. Like like, there's no there's just no there's no denying this is not ideal. This is this is more not ideal than anything I've I've seen to begin this season from any other team. Like this is this is crazy. But you have to be able to weather the storm. If you 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 have if you can weather the storm hey, and you get the guys back, you can make a run. But I'm not going to deny the fact that this this hurts big time. It hurts, yeah, of course it hurts. But what hurt what hurt it more? Uh, Demarcus Lawrence going down or Dak Prescott being out for let's the rest not, of the season? Not the whole that, season let's last. Not, let's not put that energy. Let's not put that energy. Let's not put that out there. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm looking like this man got a chance to come back later. My whole thing like this, it starts at the top. Stephen Jones always talking about some, oh, uh, evaluation is 365. It's, do your job, Stephen. Quit always talking, man. I don't want to hear all that. You, you, you know what I mean? Let, let's uh, see what these boys doing this week. If it ain't looking good, you go out there in that free agency pool and go get somebody up in here. I rather, That's your job. I rather since y'all, be proactive. Since y'all want to play I, I rather be proactive. That's the pro- that's the problem with this team. They're not proactive. I I don't want them to say, all right, let's see what these boys got. No, go do something. I'm not. I'm not of. That's the, true. I'm not that's of true. the ilk of the midi, uh, uh, committee defense and by committee. I'm not. I'm not with that. You know, there's there's nobody. No, I'm not that, with it either. That that's proven in my opinion, so far in this league to be able to replace both of these guys on a consistent basis. So make a move, you know, make a move. Yeah, that's that's, that's true, true, Sky. But I, I look at it like this, bro. Uh, I look at it like this. No, let, 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 let's, let's go back in history. Mm-hmm. Every, a lot of people get hot at the, at, the last, at the last end of the season as long as they end it. Yeah. My whole thing is let's just get – let's punch our ticket. As long as we punch the ticket and we can get in and we get our players back, we got a shot. Yeah, and my yeah. thing is like this. Who thought that the 07 Giants was going to beat the undefeated Patriots? Nobody. Ain't nobody said they was going to do that. But the thing is, they got hot at the right time. All their players came back at the right time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And my my thing is like this. Let's not, let's not be Debbie Downers. You know what I'm saying? My thing is like this. We got our leader. We got our leader out there. Let's keep him clean. That's my whole thing. And whatever they got to do on defense, Dan Quinn got he. That's the reason he in here. He the coach. You know what I mean? He's the defensive coordinator. He he need to come up with a scheme to uh uh how can I uh, patch it up, man? Weather, patch up the leaks on the boat, man. He's the weather. It's the on storm. him. That that's what you're saying. Got here. to weather the storm yeah. and get your guys back later. But uh. I, you just get ready for more with this COVID situation. Um, it's it's not going to – this isn't the end. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, they're going to have to be able to weather the storm and hope to get these guys back and, and move forward. I can't yeah, argue man. with that. But I'm a week-to-week guy. I'm not I'm not in the, in the business of projecting 15 weeks from now. You know what I'm saying? It's a week-to-week league. I told you – I tell you guys all the time. Yeah. I learned that probably about five years ago. I kind of gave up on the whole – guessing what's going to happen 17 like i've learned as you get older 
and watching football and studying the game, man, that so much goes into this week to week, literally, right, that I'm just going to stay in that moment. Because if Dallas can stay in that moment, when you look at this week, and that's why we're going to get all of this out, right? We're going to get all the doom and gloom out right now because it does suck. But when you go and look at this yeah. week, it's winnable. It's still winnable. Yeah. So so we'll get to that. But but and that's why I don't want to project too much of, well, in you know, weeks five or weeks seven, whatever, right? But you're right in the grand scheme of things. Weather the storm, get hot, get into the playoffs and see what happens. That's every year. That's that's yeah. pretty much it. So now we get to see what we got. Now we get to see what we got on this team. We're, where's the weak link? We know what one of the weak links is, and it's a big weak link on that defense. But let's see what these other guys at. Who else gonna step up in his absence? You know what I mean? Who 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 gonna make who gonna make make their name known on this defense? You be. know what I mean? Because you know we don't know who gonna be the next star uh, of the defense uh, while Lawrence gone. You know, and we got a lot of young guys. Let's start playing some of these dudes, man. Let, let's let's put them in the fire, man, and see and see what we got. I mean, you talking about a nine? Because I'm not. I don't. I'm talking about a lot of these rookies, man. Oh, like the corners and, and the rookies right, yeah. and the rooks. You know what I mean? Let's let's see what they do. Let's see what they can do, man. Because if we, I think we drafted pretty good this year. You know what I mean? If you ask me personally, I think we drafted pretty good. I think we got something here, yeah. but it's all on coaching. If they're gonna put them in the right positions to succeed, mm. that's what I. That that's my always been my biggest thing with the Cowboys, man. We can have all all the ingredients, but whoever's cooking. For some reason, not cooking right. You know what I mean? They're not putting it together, man. Because I always notice with the great legendary teams, they always had, you know what I mean? They always had hiccups. But it's all about how do you adjust to the hiccup? Mm. You know what I mean? We know we ain't got nobody in here that's gonna play like D. Lawrence. Do you believe we in the coaching? know that. Do you believe in the coaching? I believe. I, I like Dan Quinn, man. I like Dan Quinn. I think he. I think. I think he got his job cut out for him, but I think he can do it, man. You know what I mean? It just, you know, if he if he needs more help, they the Joneses need to go get him that help so we can survive this season because it's a long season. Like you said, injuries is going to happen. long as we got a chance to get D. Lawrence back and we hot, I'm cool. And for doing this thing, I'm cool, man. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hit the panic button all the way. You know, because I felt more better last year than I do this year. You know what I mean? In week I feel two? like we got a chance, man. Huh? You felt worse in no, week. Oh. Okay. No, I felt worse about last season than I do right now down at a lot of these guys is getting injured. You know what I mean? Last season was a downer, man, because I'm like, damn. Well, you lost quarterback that. on. I mean, yeah, I mean, and your defense was atrocious. It was just a lot of, of things. But, I mean, <laughs> it's not starting off too good. Right? <laughs> it ain't starting off yeah. too good right now. But it's, it, it's, ain't, it's, it ain't. It ain't. So. It ain't, man. But it's light at the end of the tunnel, man. Everybody, you know, we just got to fight and keep believing, man. It's light at the end of the tunnel, man. I'm not giving up on my boys, man. Nobody, nobody suggesting giving up. Nobody suggesting giving up. Yeah, but it's a lot of people out here. It's a lot of people out here. Act like they giving, they waving the white flag out here, man. But I'm just saying, like, I don't come know. On, man. Turn, you, it, you gotta turn them football, off. Dog. You gotta turn them off. Yeah, but, man. But, but but I'm not. What I'm not gonna do though is live in La La Land. Y'all know me. On oh, that. I'm not. Oh, like, that's no, not gonna no, happen. I'm if you're, if you're coming this on this channel mm -hmm. looking for skittles and rainbows and me to say that everything mm -hmm. is just beautifully okay and we don't, mm -hmm. hey, I'm losing Demarcus Lawrence and losing Randy Gregory and losing Michael Gallup and losing Zach Martin and losing Neville Gallimore and losing, you know, all these players is just it's fine. Not gonna come for me. 
It's not. What we're going yeah, to do, what we're going hey. to do is we're going to try to find a solution <laughs> to to win exactly. that to win that week without said players. Yes. And if we can find exactly. a solution, then we can hold on to that hope. Because right now, that's what we're holding on to. And I'm going to keep it a bean. We're holding on to hope. Which is what it is. Absolutely. That's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Sky, man. All I highlight right. you later, man. Thanks, thanks for the conversation. Peace. Yep, peace. Uh, 770. Get you in here. Sky, what's up, my brother? It's Fresh. What's up, what, oh, Fresh. What up, Fresh? Come on, man. Talk to me, brother. Talk to me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Everything is Gucci, man. But, hey, look. He said. Like I said in the chat earlier, bro, I'm all about playing these young dudes, man. Because if you, if you look at it, other teams, that, I mean, other players that we released in the past, like Chardavious Ward, uh, you know, Hitchens, Damian Wilson. Well, Hitchens was a four-year freaking, pro. Uh, but, you know, Chris, Chris Westry. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about just letting these young dudes play instead of panicking and going out and signing older guys to start over the young dudes. Because it's going to happen again. You know it. But who but so who, are, who are you getting in free agency to start right now? Like That's pretty much done, right? Not not really. I mean, you have uh, – I mean, there's some players out there that you can probably sign and, you know, who you know who could probably come in and maybe start over the young guys based upon their name, mm. but not necessarily on what they've done lately. You know what I mean? I'm all about just playing these young guys now. And then also look at the future, right? Because, I mean, look at DeMarcus Lawrence's contract. There may be a time like coming up next year hey, where you may want to move on. That's yeah. I started this show off saying I'm more worried about long-term for number 90 than I am right now. And that's it, exactly what you said. You, you This is a conversation maybe we'll have tomorrow, but you might have to start yeah. considering thinking about what you're going to do long-term now. Because that's a broken yeah. foot. That's a broken right. foot. He, exactly. When he broke his foot exactly. his rookie year or, or, or that one year, what year was it? Was it the next year he had like zero sacks and because he, he was still getting acclimated or what have you. So it's uh, it's yeah. it, I worry a little bit about the broken foot long term because he's always dinged up, right? Back surgeries and broken foot now. Right. That That's yeah, what I exactly. worry about first. But anyway, go ahead. No, 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 no. I get it, man. Um, you know, I, I saw some good things from Dorms Armstrong in preseason. Um, you know, Bradley and I sort of flashed a little bit. I, I think at, at this point, if you want, if the fans, if you know, people in the chat, whoever wants this elite defense, you got to build it through young guys. You got to let them play now. This way, you know, next year when we're turning around, I don't want to. I don't want these young guys first time getting in a game to be next year. You keep putting yourself behind the eight ball if you don't play them immediately. And that's one of the big issues that the Cowboys have had over the years, right? Not playing these young – letting them sit on the bench, getting free agents, just playing them in the preseason, and then letting them do special teams, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, they, pick and, choose, they pick and choose their spots, though. I mean, they, 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 they started guys like uh, – not started, but yeah, started guys like uh, Cheeto and – Lewis was in and out of the lineup. Hell, uh, what's the cat's name? We get on Brown, right? Like they let Brown get a ton of yeah. tick. Like they pick and choose their spots, and then you get the situations with uh, 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 Wilson, right? Why is it taking so long to get Wilson out there? Um, the defensive right. line, I you know, I I don't know. I don't know. Is it is it Will McClay? Is it they just missed? They just seem to not be able to stick when it comes to defensive line evaluation. But 
Here we are. I have it up here on the screen. Armstrong, Bash, Manai. They, they have to raise their level of play to something that we haven't seen yet. That's just fact right now, man. So you're going to get your wish uh, for those guys. But I'm, I'm more so with the young guy theory you're talking about. I'm, I'd rather – I want to see that with the corners. Like, give Nation Wright a shot. Right. When Kelvin gets back, give him a shot. What's it going to hurt? Like, Jordan Lewis and exactly. Anthony Brown are what they are. That's what I mean. That's, and, and exactly. And then just thinking about it from this year's point of view, if you start the young guys now, right, and then you get your other guys back, when December, you know, when November, December hits, these young guys would have had some experience earlier in the season so that, you know, later on in the year, when you if you make the playoffs and you're going against an Aaron Rodgers or you're going against, a, you know, whoever, it's not the first time getting live action in the, in the season. They're getting, they're used to it earlier in the season. They've seen live bullets, not just preseason. I'm, and even you, more, you, even more so just play the better player. Right, like I don't care if you're young yeah, that, or if you're true. a veteran, just yeah. play the better player. Somebody in the chat said Maurice Kennedy. He ain't young. I'll play him over every single young guy we got on the team. But for whatever reason, the Cowboys have I don't know, they get attached. They're attached to the Jordan Lewis's, they're attached to the Anthony Browns, and it and it, it can bite us in the ass. And and it did last I, week. I, I and that's that's the thing. I don't get why, because these know, aren't man. Those guys just aren't guys that are Dan Quinn moles. Like, I've never seen, like, any team that I've thought about that Dan Quinn has had in the past, yeah, they've had some, you know, some shorter guys besides Richard Sherman and, you know, Browner, yeah. But I, I just don't get the, the feeling that those are his his type of guys. He's just playing them because of maybe the money or maybe Jerry Jones. Is saying, I was hey, true. Read my mind, boy. I literally had that at the tip of my tongue. I said, "You know what, Fresh? I want." I was saying, "I wonder if this is if this is coming up from higher up." I mean, I mean, of course. I mean, look at look at what happened yesterday or the day before. Harry Jones came out and said, "Hey, Darren <sighs> Steele is starting. We're going to give him help." I mean, isn't isn't that a coach's call? Freaky Mike I mean, came and, out and, and said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> we're, we're not whoa, settled whoa. on that yet." <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, and, and this kind of and this kind of reiterate, I mean, just kind of puts yeah. that doubt again in fans' mind, like, hey, is Jerry Jones running the, the – trying to coach the team too? Is he telling the, the team? I mean, this is – the players have brought this up in the past, players who have left the team about favoritism. I mean, is this what they're talking about? I it's, mean, we, it's, we, it's a I mystery. Mean, it's a it's a baffling, <laughs> baffling mystery, Fresh. I, I don't know. I When people ask me, well, why can't – I, I don't know, man. If I was at if I was at the you know at the press conferences, I'm not I'm not pussyfooting around the question. They did that with Anthony right. Brown. Oh well, uh, you know, is there a potential chance that you know Anthony Brown could be replaced? Forget all that. Why ain't Maurice Kennedy playing, Coach? That's what right. I'm asking him. Was Maurice yep, Kennedy not great in preseason and training camp? Did he not look better than some of these guys? Why is he not playing? And they'll probably exactly. kick me out the, the press conference, but hey, at least I got my one question. I, I I think it's the same thing with like Jalen Smith. I mean, I, I mean, I don't want to mention this game. I don't, I don't want that guy to call in his, the guy who works for his sunglass company. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and get at you again. But hey, look, yeah, yeah, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's a Dan Quinn guy either. He doesn't. I, I don't. He is. But ain't that funny? Mentality. Ain't that funny, Fresh? How they can do it with a. The linebackers, they clearly did it with the linebackers. 
why yeah, aren't you yeah. doing it with the other guys? I mean, it's a similar situation. LVE, Jalen Smith are pretty much the past. Anthony Brown and yeah, Jordan Lewis it. are pretty much the past. I, you know, the past. I mean, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, once, once again, man. I, I'm, you know, I'm just like everybody else. I'm frustrated. It's the same old shit with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, everybody's just exhausted and tired of talking about the same thing every year. We're coming up, trying to come up with new ideas. I know. We see stuff. We see stuff that the front office and the coaching staff don't see, and then it comes to fruition, and we're just like, damn, we're smarter than them. It, it happens. And I'm no <laughs> expert, right? I'm not an expert. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, yeah. just, just speaking on what I'm seeing and, and what's available and what I study, and I'm like, well, I mean, you could have did this. But, hey, you know, hindsight, I guess, is 2020, but I don't think you need much hindsight to see what's right for this team. I'm just... That's right. All right, man. So we'll let you get to the next call, bro. All right, brother. Yeah, we got the phone lines are are, are definitely popping today from this injury. Uh, four six nine. What it is? What it do? Yo, Scott. What's good? It's your boy Twan. What up, Twan? Talk to me, brother. All right. When I saw this on my timeline yesterday (laughs) when I was coming back from school, the immediate reaction was just, and forgive me for when I cuss, but what the fuck, man? Come on, like every time. Yeah. Oh, that was mine's too, and that's why I said on Twitter, uh, I put an emoji out there. I said, "Let me get this out right now," and it was one of those emojis where it was like, "Ah," because it's like you got to get it out. As a fan, you know you want to yell about it, scream about it, get it out, and then now let's see how we can move forward. That's all you can really do. Um, but it is absolutely fair to feel that way, right? Like this is this is just one thing after another, and it's. 26 years of it, but we're talking, we're, we're sticking to this week. We're staying here this week, but go ahead. No, and it sucks because it's like I knew going into this offseason, I really thought D-Law was hungry. Granted, he didn't really, really play well his first game, but I just knew what, from what, what he was either showing on Instagram or through training camp, like I really thought D-Law was like, hey, yo, I'm bouncing back this year. I got me – a help in Randy Gregory, and we don't even know if he's going to play. And it just, I just really feel for him because it's like, I, I don't know if y'all know this, but I've really been really defending this man, D-Law, for like as long, ever since he got his contract. And to me, I, I kind of don't like how everyone is saying, uh, yes, he doesn't get the sacks, but it's just like the dude does a lot more for this team. And he, he still does, man. He does. Like, and I feel like if we would have gotten help at another adventure or – I feel like I feel like his sacks would have came back, but that's just my opinion on that. I just feel like we should probably be. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but they're not wrong for wanting more from the sack department. I just ask for context. That's all. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think before I get off, I just want to say this. Now that he's gone, though, I think the solution is we might, we might get to see some pass rush stuff from Michael Parsons and then maybe an improvement from Dorrance Armstrong because I liked him coming out of preseason. And also, hey, my boy Bradley and I that we got last year, I really feel like we should utilize those three. Hell, even uh, who, who's the other guy we got from the Jets? Bash, so they, they're going yeah. to. They have no choice to. We, we, yeah, we just I, need them to raise their level of play. Yeah, this is a wake-up call for Dan Quinn, I think, yeah. But anyway, Scott, that's all I really wanted to say. Uh, again, this never ends, but, you know, the season is not over yet. It's a long no, season. No, no, long season, long season. Appreciate you, Tuan. Always. Salute. Um, yeah, so of the three, and I'm, let me bring them back up. 
because I do think that there is where are you guys at? Here we go. So I'm gonna bring him back up. I of of the three, who I trust more right now is Dorrance Armstrong, and that sounds so crazy because DA was kind of just blase to me, but he does he has looked different. If I'm wrong, chat, let me know how y'all feel about him. Um, Dorrance Armstrong seems to be a little different. Basham was my favorite coming in because I've seen Basham do some good things in the pass rush department, but I also saw Basham last week be used differently. He was more so used as like a, a team guy, per se. Um, I'm trying to put this. They, I don't think Basham was put in a position to just be a go-get Tom Brady guy. I think he had an assignment and he performed his assignment. But I think now he's going to have to be a go-get the quarterback guy because for at least week two, we, we don't have that guy. We don't have the, you know, the Randy Gregory. We don't have the D-Law. You got to go get the Q. Um... Anai is the wild card because I love Anai's tool set, tool set. And we, we saw that in the preseason, he showed some of it. Can all three of them come together and, you know, weather the storm? That's what's going to need to happen. Armstrong, Basham, Anai are going to have to weather the storm. There's, they're not going out and trading nobody. Chandler Jones talked about he wants to be traded. I'd love it, but that's not happening. That's not Stephen Jones' M.O. Right. Oscar on Facebook says Golston, the rookie is needed for depth. He should, you know, he's, he's been practicing in full. I wonder if they just call him up. Uh, no, Eric says taco still a free agent. I, yeah. I don't know about that one. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if he want to come back to Dallas. Uh, G money says, I got a feeling that I is going to do something. I'm not there yet. Like the feeling of, of, of my, my gut being punched is still there. But come Sunday, I'll have some days of sleep. Actually, sleeping on it, the news yesterday, trust me, I was pissed off yesterday, man. But this morning, <laughs> felt just a little bit better. But by Sunday, for the um, game day live events, I'll have I'll have a stronger take, a stronger feel, and I'll be able to to get that to y'all. But right now, I, I just I got I got to go watch some more. I got I got to get a, a real feel. I'm not gonna fluff y'all. I'm not gonna fake y'all. Right now, the feeling is a. a Man, I'm not sure because I wasn't expecting to have to count on these guys for both Randy and D-Law, right? So I have a better take for you on my feelings of, of all these. Right now is D.A., Dorrance Armstrong. I feel like Dorrance Armstrong, the guy I can count on the most, but something about Anai, like you said. Some, he, he's got something. I, we just got to see it. We just got to see it. Uh, 713, what it is, what it do? Yeah, man. Uh, I think that a lot of this has to do with we got to we got to get our coaching. Our coaching's got to show up with all these injuries. Yeah, that's just my opinion. You know, with all with everybody getting hurt, we need this is where Mike McCarthy. This is where it's time to he needs to come through. He needs to shine. He needs to uh, make the right adjustment and get us get us on track. Keep us on track. Next man up, like they say, and it's got to show. I mean, it is, it is next man up. It's a cliche, but but it's a cliche for a reason, uh, especially with this team. Like, they're, they're not going to go out and make a significant move, although I believe they should, but they're not. So it is next man up. It absolutely is. And the coaching staff has to be able to take advantage, or not take advantage of, but adjust. That's one of the things we, you know, wanted to get rid of Jason Garrett for. We never thought that he could adjust without his horses. And that proved to be the case. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel, man. I just I just want to call in and say that I know we're all kind of like panicking about D-Law being out, and he is our best defensive player. I get that. But, man, so these young guys, all these guys we drafted, this is their chance, man, to show and this coaching staff and how they drafted. Let's see. Let's see it work, man. We got to – it's early in the season, and we just got to see it happen. That is the silver lining, right? Like, get all this out now and hope that you're still in, in it at the end of the year to be able to get these guys back. So that 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 is the the silver lining. None of these guys are are season ending injuries. Obviously Lawrence's is the the worst because even when he's you know the 8 weeks are recovered, he's still going to take some weeks to get back into football shape. So it, that's the longest you got, but there's a possibility he still comes back. So Yeah, and I and I agree with the uh, I can't remember who was it called in, but we got to stop we got to stop looking at how much these guys are making and just Quit complaining about how much so and so is getting paid and what they should be doing, man. We just want these all these guys to do good, man. At the yeah. end of the day, you know, like we gotta stop pocket watching. It's tough. It's it's so. I agree to an extent, right? Because yeah. because how is that player performing? Because if the player is performing poorly, then it is. I think it is fair to say, hey, dog, we paid you to be to play up to this level. The expectations oh, yeah. is this oh. level. But if the player yeah, is still a good player, then, yeah, I, I agree. And and there's two examples where I say you're, it was fair you're to – speaking of Jalen Smith underneath. Well, that's one. That's the obvious one, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the obvious yeah. one. The other one to me, though, was Tyron Crawford, right? Like, like you paid Tyron oh, yeah. Crawford. And it's not – this isn't on Tyron. But you paid Tyron to be one of the, the you know, top 10, 12 – that, that just- D, D, that just tackle that Dallas has been. Mm-hmm. They just they're 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 loyal to their guys, and that's just that's just how this organization is, man. And it's it's tough to deal with it as a fan base because that I think that's where people get frustrated with you know because we the Joneses they're loyal to their own guys you know. Well, they don't. And they, just, they just need they just need to step back. Step back. Yeah, that's let, true. Let, let, let the football mm-hmm. people mess it up, and, and so you can find out who the right football person is. But not that again. Whole another whole another conversation. I'm gonna go ahead and get into this next call, brother, and then we're gonna go into um, the Chargers defense against the Cowboys offense. There is glimmer of hope this week. I promise you. All right, man. Thanks. All right, brother. Uh, real quick, I don't listen, man. We, we're, this this show has been fire about D Law. I forgot to get a couple super chats. My apologies. I can't go all the way back, but I can see one here. Super chat. Shout out to you, B Bird, for the five dollar donation. Thank you, brother. He says. Um, this is a salary cap game. It's not pocket watching. If it weren't, wouldn't say anything about salaries. Yeah, I'm in the middle on that one too. I believe that you can work you you can work magic on salary cap. It's just I just think Steven's just a cheap dude. And his his excuse is, oh, we're gonna pay our own. Okay. Go look at the successful organizations around the league. Yes, you have to be able to draft. And yes, you have to be able to build obviously through your your team through the draft but you still have to make quality signing free agents to win championships that is just a fact that's not an opinion go look at the championship teams there are quality signed free agents as it is what it is uh all right look 919 we'll get into you and then we're going to move forward and we're going to talk about how the cowboys can absolutely win this game this week and why they can 919 what it is what it do Good morning, Scott. How you doing, man? I'm good, brother. Good, good. Glad to hear you better now. Um, this, this is Rico. Uh, I just want to call in. 
about the Demarcus Lawrence. I wasn't surprised about it um, when I heard the news because he gets that's just up. been him his last. Yeah, that's right. He just get banged up. I wasn't surprised. Um, and I'm not pocket watching or judging him what he makes because he's a good all around all all around defense. <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he probably is our best defensive lineman. But availability, being available is the number one thing. That's how I look at all positions. I don't care what position you play. I don't care how good he is. About how good you can. If you can't be available consistent. Yeah, that's a problem. But that's here, there. I'm not going to get into that. Mm-hmm. But what I do feel comfortable about is I do think Dan Quinn and Mike McCaw and this coaching staff has noticed that about certain players. That's why they drafted very heavy on the defensive side of the ball. I think the, they, they have put a clock on D, on DeMarcus Lawrence, on Jalen Smith, that's interesting. on L.U.L. Yeah, I think they did put a clock on all them guys because they look insane. That's Jason Garrett guys. Them ain't Mike McCarthy guys. Them are Jason Garrett guys. And I think now you're going to see Dan Quinn put Armstrong, Basher, and I in position to see what they can do. To go Ghosting. To, 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 to go along the lines of what you're saying, Ghosting, right? Like, that's interesting. That's right. That's Ghost, interesting because right. Ghosting. That's right. yeah, that's, yeah, he's he's yeah. he's yeah. apparently similar to D Law in the sense that, of more of a D Law. When they right. that's right. When they drafted Ghosting, I told my younger brother, I said they putting D Way on the clock. Hmm. When they drafted Parsons, they put uh, Jalen Smith and LVE on the clock, especially with Neil with them with, with Neil coming in too. So all I'm saying, all I'm telling Cowboys fans is let's see where we go with these guys. See what Dan Quinn is cooking. Because I, I think I told you earlier, I, I felt like our number one pickup in the offseason was Dan Quinn, not the yeah, player. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I totally agree with you there. Yeah, so so Bradley and I, you remember I told you earlier, I thought he was our second best natural pass rusher behind Gregory. And I still do believe that because of his skill set. Yeah, so like I, I said, let's just – I have him top three as well. I, I have him behind, you know, D. Law and, and, and Gregory or, or Gregory. But I'm not mad at you. That's a it's, it's not an indictment on D. Law. It's just that I think Bradley and Nye has great tool sets. But I will put. I'm still going to put him below those two. But nonetheless, he is I think one of the top three rushers, like tool wise, on the team. Yeah, because I'm not knocking D. Law as a player. I when he's healthy, he's one of the better defensive linemen in the game. But just the thing. I can't. I, I'm not. I can't take it and say we need healthy. I gotta look at can you stay healthy. You see what I'm saying? Mm. So to me, I'm not. I wasn't surprised about that. I was more surprised about Randy Gregory catching COVID, and I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, that he can beat the clock and get two positive tests before right. Sunday. It's not looking good. But man. if it don't, yeah. But I said if it don't, it's still one game. He's a, he asymptomatic. Right. He, he's fully vaccinated. We move forward. The thing about it is, Cowboys fans got to understand, there's a lot of players on this team that were Jason Garrett players. A lot of them is not – this is their last time. They gone. For Mike McCarthy to come in, I told my baby brother this last year when we got Mike McCarthy, I said, there's going to be some players that we like. That Jason, Mike McCarthy said, them ain't my guy. Dan Quinn said, them ain't my guy. We got to move forward. And that's what I'm seeing. I think we're we seeing that now. And then when you move forward, sometimes we're going to hit some rough waves. 
And, it, and I think this is one of the first rough waves we hit. And I'm not panicking about it. As long as number four is up. As long as number four. And we got an off the line. As long as that number four up and the offensive line is pretty intact, pretty decent, we we got to punch this chance because no this is the thing. No I've seen I've seen what I've seen what Demarcus Lawrence has done for us the last four or five years since we gave him that money. When healthy, good, but can he stay healthy? That's the, and the answer I mean, is that we all know. Well, I mean to be fair, this is the first time Demarcus Lawrence has missed an extensive time since. 2015 or something, 16. Well, he had like the back, he's, he's, he had he's, the back like, in mid last year. Well, he's been – and he played. That's the, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he's always dinged up, but Demarcus yeah. Lawrence has played. He's always, he hasn't missed uh, game. It's, uh, it's similar to up. Amari Cooper. A lot of people were calling him injury guy, but he played. Like, that's the thing. But but nonetheless, I get what you're saying. He's not available right now. Yes, he's not available. And then, too, Cooper plays at a high level when he's dinged. You see Demarcus Lawrence dinged. His play do drop some. It's still good, but not at the level when he's healthy. You have to. If, if you don't see it, I don't think you're being honest with yourself. He plays good, but when he's healthy, he plays at a higher level. When when Cooper Demarcus is, Lawrence is healthy, he is good, and he was healthy at, for like what was it 16 games last year for like 13 of them. That's right. But good. what I'm trying to say is, that's it. But what I'm trying to say, we know. We got the. Everybody can sit here and say we know what the book is written on Demarcus Lawrence. There ain't no more chapters in that book. That book is there. Either we, that we is accept a that bold book or we don't. Take what, what, what's the what's the what's the what's the uh, what's the book? What is the ending? In my opinion, uh-huh. in my opinion, it's just me. Um, he's a good player. He stayed next a lot. It's up to you if you want to pay a ninety million, get ninety million defense end that type of money. For that, that's up to you to do that. No, but, but what? So what's me, his what's his ending though? What's the what's the result here? Well, you try, oh, you trying to predict to me what I think is happening? Yeah, I thought that's what you I were think, getting at. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I think if these young guys prove that they can hold their own, and be Golston, Armstrong, or not, I think this is the last of the Marvin Lawrence for us this year. That foot injury, you yeah, this is his last year. I do. Yes, I do this believe this is last year because you brought up you brought up a good point at the beginning uh, back here a few minutes ago. That foot injury. Yeah, even that, he that one back, that does concern me. That that, that 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 ain't gonna be he ain't gonna hit the ground running. And it makes sure he might not even hit the ground running. It's kinda like You see what I'm saying? And it's almost like Dez Brown with his foot. Same thing. I'm just telling you. I believe that this if these young guys these young guys, if I was looking at Bradley Armstrong and Bradley now, I said, you got a chance to get a little get a little some bread from Dallas. Go get your bread. It's up to you to go get it now. Because when they open up, they don't open up for you, it's up to you to step through it. All right. Step through it. I'm going, I'm going to go ahead and get into the contractual part of it. But, hey, great call, brother. Great call. Appreciate it. All right, man. Same to you. All right, have a good weekend. You too. That is a bold one. So as he was talking, I had to go look. I'm like, when can they get out the contract? I think the best time to get out of that contract would be 2022. I, I wouldn't cut him in this offseason. No. Um, but in 2022, they can they can release him post-June 1st, which I don't even know if I would want to release him. I think I try to trade him. But post-June 1st, save $19 million on the cap, and they can split the uh, – other 19 million dollars over 2022 2023 to be eight million dollar dead cap in 2022 11 million dollar dead cap in 2023 make no mistake about it it's not going to be cheap to get rid of them 
if they cut him the following year, I'm sorry, that was 2022. I think the best time to get rid of him is 2023, where you would save $21 million on the cap, and then you split the difference of $8 million and $3 million in debt. So let me run this back. The best time to cut DeMarcus Lawrence, if that's what you want to do, in my opinion, would be in 2023. So not next year, but the following year, because you will only deal with $8 million in dead cap that season, and then the following season, $3 million in dead cap, and you'd save $21 million. So it's a matter of do you want to take on a $19 million cap hit split over two years, or do you want to take an $11 million cap hit split over two seasons so whoo it's a conversation that might be that you know that eventually might have to be discussed depending on the severity of his foot injury because like i said like he he reiterated that does concern me long term if the foot comes back clean cool but if it comes back and there's some issues des bryant ish type issues scary man it's scary it is scary yeah chris davis leon let tore something up too he got carted off the dang on field all right so, we got the Demarcus Lawrence thing out the way. That could have been the whole show in and of itself, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. Not going to do that to y'all. We're going to talk about the Cowboys offense up against that man right there, Joey Bosa. I think there's a shot. Not a shot. I ain't going to call it a shot. I think they have an advantage. Big time. Big time advantage. So, Went back, studied up more on the team. Like, I, I watched some of their offense. I'm sorry, some of their defense when I was studying the Chargers offense just because of the nature of the game. Um, but I went back and specifically, specifically, right, specifically watched their defense and had to look into them. So I forgot Gus Bradley's not even their defensive coordinator no more. You know how I found that out? Not that he was just this blitz-happy dude, but I'm like, this defense is not blitzing. Like, at all. So, I said, who the hell's the DK? The DC. So, I go look, and Ronaldo Hill. Ronaldo Hill, a first-year defensive coordinator who came over from Denver as their defensive backs coach for the first two seasons, is their defensive coordinator. So, what that means is there is not going to be a, a tendency preference you can go back and look at, right? There's no, There's not a ton of tape. All I can go off of is week one. And all I'm going to say after watching week one, (laughs) all I'm going to say is this, bro. Zeke, TP, get ready. 